I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Wednesday, June the 8th, and we are glad to have you with us for the Winning Side broadcast. Uh, We welcome those of you that are listening on the radio, 95.9 FM, Uh, those on our podcast, those on the radio app, we welcome you today. And then those watching on Facebook and those watching on YouTube, I hope you're having a great day. And uh, we are thankful that we get to be with you. Now, we have had a busy week. It's been an awesome week, though. Uh, Started Sunday uh, with the Brady Rochester family. And then, of course, we had Brother Joe Arthur Monday night, uh, the Williams family singing. Then last night, we had Brother Lou Rossi preaching and the Williams family sang. And tonight, we get to hear Brother Joe Arthur. It's the last night of our summer revival, 7 o'clock. Uh, here at Victory Baptist Church. And if you're in our area, uh, we would love for you to come be with us. Now, if you have a church that you uh, faithfully attend, you need to be in your church tonight for sure. No doubt about it for the Wednesday night service. But if you don't have a church home, we'd love to have you come and visit with us tonight. And we're looking forward to some great preaching. Let's pray for the service tonight. Then let's pray for our teens. Our teens are leaving tomorrow morning uh, to go to Lake Waccamaw. Uh, There's a a little campground down there that we rent out every year, and we have our uh, teen retreat. Brother Nathan and Miss Grace, and we'll have some workers down there, of course. And then Brother uh, Phil Rabin, he is the youth pastor at Beacon Baptist in Raleigh. He and his wife and family will be there, and he's going to be preaching for us, and his wife will speak to the ladies. And we're looking forward to a great time. Please pray for a great retreat uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then let's pray for a great day Sunday. We've got several guests coming in Sunday. Uh, It's our anniversary Sunday for Victory Baptist Church, the church Uh, We'll celebrate 33 years uh, on Sunday, and praise God for that. We're looking forward to a great day, and uh, let's be in prayer for our missionaries. Let's pray for uh, our our school, pray for our church, pray for those who've lost loved ones, pray for those dealing with sicknesses and uh, those dealing with uh, hospitals and surgeries and all of that. I do want to say today a happy birthday to Kimberly Dukes, Bradley Keeter, and Donna Turner. Happy birthday. Hope you have a great day. And then a happy anniversary to Joe and Tammy Overton. And may God bless you today. Well, we've had Brother Arthur, and he's been preaching for us, but we're not going to get to hear him sing uh, this time when he's here. Normally he does, but with his voice, we're not going to have him sing. We're just going to have him preach tonight. But here's a song I think you'll enjoy by Brother Joe Arthur, God Delivers Again. I hope you'll enjoy this song. And then after this song, we will go to Psalm 84 for our Bible study today. Uh, Let's listen to this song. begin to complain Soon Pharaoh and his mighty army would take us in bondage again 
Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, Moses cried. Then God, he parted the waters and they crossed to the other side. God delivers again, oh my God delivers again. When it seems that all is lost, he reaches down his hand. Then all the forces of evil have to flee at his command. Just when things look hopeless, my God delivers again. We'll never bow to your idols, the Hebrew children proclaim. So the king gave the command, throw them into the flames. The king said, did we not cast three men into the furnace bound? I see four men loose in the fire, unhurt, and they're walking all around. God delivers again, oh my God delivers again. When it seems that all is lost, he reaches down his hand. Then all the forces of evil have to flee at his command. Just when things look hopeless, my God delivers again. Just when things look hopeless, my God delivers again. Amen. God delivers again. Aren't you glad for that? I'm thankful that our God uh, is able to deliver us. I love what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said. Our God whom we serve is able to deliver us uh, from this furnace and from your hand, O King. Uh, but even if he doesn't, we know he's able, but if he doesn't, we're still not going to bow down. And then, of course, Daniel in that lion's den, uh, he said, My God, uh, he has delivered me. He sent his angel and he shut the lion's mouth. And I thank the Lord God can deliver. And even when it seems hopeless, even when it seems like there is no way out, I'm glad our God delivers again. What a great song. Let's look at Psalm 84. We started yesterday, just a little bit of introduction. And we talked about how this was a psalm uh, written uh, to and for the sons of Korah. And we gave a little background on, on uh, the lessons we could learn from that, how God is a God of mercy and grace, and God can use you, and God can use me, no matter what our past, no matter what our background. Uh, we uh, ought to learn from the mistakes of, of those maybe who have gone before us, and we ought to uh, realize that uh, we're not following man, we're following God. Uh, but be humble, be faithful, serve God with your life. That's a great lesson uh, from the sons of Korah. And we covered that yesterday. I won't go into all of that again today. But let's look at Psalm 84, number one. Let's look in verse one. It says, How amiable or how lovely are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. I want you to see number one. David describes to the sons of Korah, he describes a love 
uh, or a desire for the house of God. Uh, it, it's hard to describe it. He, he literally, he says, how amiable or how lovely. This verse does not end with a question mark. He's not asking them to answer that, like how is it, but he just exclaims with an exclamation point, uh, how lovely, uh, how beautiful, uh, how wonderful, how amazing is the tabernacles of the Lord. Can I say, number one, we ought to have a love for the house of God. It is God's house where we come to worship. It's not my house, not your house, it's God's house. How amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. But then look down with me at verse number 10. David says this almost as if he's putting in a plug for the sons of Korah. Uh, I don't know if maybe he felt like they were getting discouraged or he felt like they needed a reminder, but he says this in verse 10. He says, for a day, one day in thy courts is better than a thousand. He said, I had rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. That's what the sons of Korah did. They were the doorkeepers. They were the ones that, uh, that, that stood there as the people came and left from the tabernacle, made sure everything was in order, made sure everything was good. And I'm sure there were times where they thought, we're stuck here. This is our post, and boy, there's a whole lot more exciting stuff going on where everybody else is living. David said this, I'd rather spend one day as a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to spend a thousand days somewhere else. And I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of the Lord than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Can I tell you, whatever you do for the Lord, it is important. I think about at our church, we've got a lot of opportunities to serve the Lord in different ministries. Uh, I think about the nursery, I think about the bus ministry, I think about the choir, I think about our ushers and greeters and sound men, and I think about uh, our junior churches and our master clubs and you name it, so many opportunities. But can I tell you, whatever you do for the Lord, it matters. It is important, it is needed. Uh, don't ever feel like, well, my ministry is not important. Oh, it is. If you're doing it for the Lord, it is important. I think about one of our greeters that for many, many years stood in our lobby and handed out bulletins and shook hands and welcomed people. Uh, I think about Brother Alton Powell, who's with the Lord now. But you know, he was a doorkeeper. That's what he was. And so many people, when they came to visit Victory Baptist Church, they would always say, uh, Brother Alton, that, that, that usher, that greeter there at the door, he made us feel welcome. Uh, he, he recognized us as being return visitors. He recognized us as being from this place, or he remembered our name. Uh, he helped us. He showed us where to go. Can I tell you, that job was important. You know, it'd be amazing when we get to heaven, how many people uh, uh, were encouraged, maybe not from the pastor, maybe not from the special music, or maybe not from the, the guest preacher, but from a faithful church member that was just in their place, that just had a smile, had a good word, had a kind word that went out of their way to make somebody feel welcome. And David says, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tents of wickedness. Oh yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of people out there having a good time on Sundays. I'm sure there's people out there just living it up, partying, having fun. But can I tell you this? I'd rather serve God. I'd rather be in the house of God. I'd rather please God and honor God and worship God in His house on Sunday than to be out having all the parties and all the fun in all the world. Can I tell you, there is pleasure in sin, the Bible says, but it's only for a season. 
Uh, I want to ask you today, how is your love for God? Would you say, I'd rather spend one day in the house of God than a thousand days anywhere else? Boy, that's a powerful statement that David made, but I hope that's true in your life. Number one, a love for the house of God. Let's look quickly. Number two, David talks about a longing for the house of God. He says in verse two, my soul longeth, yea, it even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Verse two, David's longing was so great that he said, literally, I feel like I'm fainting uh, because I can't wait to get to the house of God. I can't wait to get to the courts of God. Uh, For some of you that are listening uh, right now, uh, maybe you've gone through times where you've been in the hospital and you've been awaiting a surgery and they'll tell you, you can't eat anything. You can't drink anything for X amount of hours leading up to that procedure. Well, can I tell you, those hours seem like an eternity. Those minutes just seem like they dragged by. And, and the things that you didn't even realize how much you missed, just uh, the thing of just taking a sip of water. Uh, it's like you feel like your mouth is dry. You feel like you're going to die. You feel like you're going to pass out. Well, David said, that's the kind of feeling I have. I just, I can't wait to get to the house of God. My soul is longing. I'm, I'm craving. Uh, I've got such a desire to get there. Uh, my heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Now, let me remind you, it's not just the house of God we ought to have a desire for. And I hope you do have a desire for church, but it ought to be a desire for God himself. It ought to be a desire to be in the presence of God and to worship God and to to know God's power and to know God's glory and to know God's fullness in your life. David said, I'm longing. My heart and my flesh crieth out. By the way, today, it's not a building. It's not a tabernacle. It's not just a location, uh, but it is God that we should long for. And that's why I love to come to the house of God because this is where God shows up. This is where we get to meet with God. I want to ask you, do you long for it? Uh, don't you miss it when you're away? Uh, don't you miss it when you go on vacation and you don't get to be in our church? You don't get to be in your church. Uh, don't you miss it when you're sick and you stay home and boy, you watch it online or you listen on the radio, but you realize it's not the same as being there. I, I hope you have that longing. I hope you have that desire. Uh, I think about for many people through COVID, uh, they realized just how vitally important church was and how vitally important church is. Uh, Don't get away from church. Don't get away from God. Let's have a longing. Let's have a desire to be in the presence of God and to be with God's people in God's house to worship Him. We'll pick up tomorrow with a few more thoughts we've got, but I want to remind you, number one, let's have a love for the house of God. And then let's have a longing. Let's have that desire. I know it's Wednesday. We've got church tonight, but I hope you're already looking forward to it. And then after church tonight, you go home tonight and uh, maybe you get up in the morning, go to work Thursday morning. I hope you already have a desire for Sunday. I I hope you're anticipating. I hope you're looking forward to what God will do when we come to his house. I hope you have a great day today. God bless you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And uh, we'll pick up tomorrow with these thoughts from Psalm 84. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member? 
or a coworker, we are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.